Episode number 15 of the Courageously Confident podcast is all about the booty. No, but seriously, guys, this episode is so much fun. Charlene and I talk about everything from, you know, fitness and building confidence inside and outside of the gym. We talk about, you know, women empowerment, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. We cover so much stuff and Charlene gets really vulnerable. You're going to be so inspired and fired up after this podcast. I can't wait for you guys to listen. So let's just get right into it. All right, you guys, so I'm so excited to introduce you to Charlene, who actually claims to be a glute expert. (laughs) I'm reading her Instagram bio right now. It says, and I'm going to get Charlene for you to expand on this. I I think this is so fun, and it's just, it sets you apart, and it's so badass. So if you don't follow Charlene on Instagram, you need to go do that after this podcast or while you're listening, but she helps female entrepreneurs sculpt feminine curves so they can build six figure empires. And I'm like, whoa, baby, like (laughs) this is a powerhouse right here. So Charlene, why don't you kind of expand on that and introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners? Yes. Okay. So uh, my name is Charlene and I'm an online fitness coach for female entrepreneurs. And it's funny when I first started my business, I wasn't sure what, how I wanted to niche down, like what my philosophy was at that point. Cause I had just started my fitness journey or started to see success in my fitness journey. And I quickly realized that I needed to, you know, take a step back from creating a business to understand what I feel is important to me. So my first few months of my business, I was a hot mess <laughs> and wasn't sure who I was talking to. And then I quickly, I realized that curves and um, the glutes are such a huge part of my life and the clients that I work with their lives as well. Um, you know, one of my philosophies is that their glutes are like the foundation of your body. So you really need strong glutes in order to perform well, whether that's in the gym or let's say you're, you know, sitting, you're living that laptop lifestyle, you need to have strong glutes. So the foundation of most of my programs are glute focused. So that's why I love working with women, helping them grow beautiful booties but also it's about the strength as well that comes with that I love that so much and I just I love this conversation already because you know it's very much focused on the booty like the 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 look and strong glutes and I you know I'm all about like yeah of course being strong and feeling good but I also really you know, I want women to look at their body and love their body, like love your booty, love your legs, love it all. So did you ever have kind of this conflict of like being so focused on the booty and, you know, body image? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So when I first started, um, and I started in June, so I'm like a new entrepreneur. So when I first started, I felt this insane pressure to be constantly posting booty selfies. And like, I just, I didn't like the way that I felt when I posted that and the kind of, and I wasn't getting any like negative responses or anything like that, but I wanted to let women know that while I am 
I do focus on the glutes and I feel like the glutes are super important as the foundation. It's not necessarily just about the way you look with, you know, a big booty because small booties matter too. (laughs) And it's more about the strength that comes with that. Um, And also loving the way that you look, being, feeling confident when you look in the mirror and feeling confident knowing that you can and you will do anything that you put your mind to. And so while I love, absolutely love talking about the booty, trust me, I can talk about glutes all day and day. Um, it's what's more important, I think, to me is how you feel and how you, how confident you feel and how you show up as an entrepreneur. I love that. And, you know, I'm the same way, you know, like I obviously show my body online. Like I'm like here, this is, this is what I do. This is what I look like. And you know, it's never like you must look this way. I'm very much, you know, like, however you look is great, but I I, I believe in both. I, I, like I said, I believe you need to love your body, but also, you know, like you say, the glutes are strong. It's a strong foundation for, for your body. And there's no you know question about that. I, I recently kind of just started training with powerlifting and it's all squats. It's all deadlifts. It's all booty. And it's not me trying to get a big booty. It's just me trying yeah. to get strong. So <laughs> exactly. it's just kind of, you know, bring it back to both ways. So I love that so much. And I love that you're honest, like, you know, it posting butt selfies or whatever, right? Like there's this weird pressure or this weird feeling. So I really admire that you kind of recognize that at the beginning. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, because I do know, and I love as well that you are really vulnerable and post kind of your before and after pictures when you were, you know, smaller and skinnier. Was that how your body was naturally like without working out? And then you started working out to build curves and be stronger. Was that, is that your journey essentially? Yes. So I have always been super small, super tiny. And a lot of people would be like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Like, that's amazing. But you know, little do they know that I, one, was very self-conscious about the way that I looked. I just hated shopping. Um, I could never find anything that fit me. I would have to buy, you know, kids clothes for like, I never felt like a woman and my energy. I just did not have a lot of energy. And something I don't really talk about very often um, and is that I do have uh, fibromyalgia, which is a um, autoimmune disease. And so being that small really did not help that at all because I just was lacking in that energy. So my journey from, you know, being skinny to um, curvaceous was definitely about the curves, but more so I feel so much more energetic and I don't have you know, those symptoms that I used to have, I'm not as lethargic. And so that's something that fitness gave me. And I would not have had that had I not, you know, stepped foot into the gym, made all those mistakes, did all those squat challenges. Um, So it's, it's been a crazy journey and I'm still, you know, sculpting my dream body. I'm still sculpting the curves that I, that I envisioned for myself, but I'm so much more healthier and I'm definitely way more energetic. That's amazing. So, so for the women listening who are maybe struggling with, or just naturally really small, you know, and petite and, and, but want to build that muscle and that strength and, and their curves, what tips would you give both in fitness and in nutrition? Cause that's a huge part as yeah. well. Say maybe like a couple top tips to really focus on if you want to gain that weight essentially. And that can be scary for women. Cause it's all, you know, cardio, 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 diet, diet, diet. And that's what women see. And they don't realize how amazing lifting can be building muscle 
can be, but it's also, I think that fear that women have like, oh, I'm going to get fat. Oh, I'm afraid of the scale going up, all that stuff. So maybe talk about that a little bit tips to, you know, build lean muscle, but still feeling super sexy and confident. Yeah. And part of it, and what's like a, the most difficult part for a woman who struggles to put on weight um, is nutrition. And you just, you ha- it's very simple. Essentially, you have to be eating in a caloric surplus. But even though, you know, you know exactly that's what you need to be doing, it's hard to get there sometimes. And that's because I find that we make, we tend to make a lot of excuses like, oh, you know, I'm not that hungry or, oh, I didn't, you know, I woke up late, so I wasn't able to get in all of the calories that I needed. There are a whole bunch of things that hold you back from, you know, getting from point A to point B. But in terms of putting on weight, it definitely has a lot to do with eating at a caloric surplus. But and this is huge because I find that with women who are trying to gain weight, they think that, okay, I'll just eat 3000 calories of whatever. And I'll magically have like the booty and curves <laughs> that I want. And it's like, no, that is not, <laughs> that's not how that works. And the quality of your food is just as important as the quantity of the food that you're eating. So um, when I first started my journey, I used to eat whatever and anything to try and gain weight. And I found myself one feeling even more tired than I did before and two, getting really bloated and my body was just not having it. Like my body was rejecting all of that. So while I was starting to gain weight, it was not healthy. And I knew that internally I wasn't healthy. So you want to make sure that while you're eating in a clerk surplus, that you are focusing on quality foods and get, get to the gym and pick up those weights. It's stressful. I know it's like when I first started, I would only work out in the women's only section for like, I think it was like two months and I refused to go lift. Um, I used refused to go near the barbells and I was just nervous of all the guys that were there, but slowly and surely I just started to go when I realized there were less people and I got, it's like, it's so much easier once you just put yourself into it. You just have to jump into it and face those fears because if you don't, you're going to be where you're at right now for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I I resonate with that so much. Obviously, like with my journey too, I went through phase of, you know, just crash dieting, like super restricting all, all cardio, cardio, cardio. And just because of the messages that I was told at the beginning of my journey, I didn't know what to do. And then that fear of stepping into the weight room and now, you know, I've overcome that. Now I help women, you know, step in there and there's that, that fear and that block. And also, you know, it is so much nutrition. It's so much eating quality, you know, nutrient dense foods, but not just eating 3000 calories. Like you need to be working in the gym. And, and this is something that a lot of women don't know. And that's why, you know, I love that there's so many online coaches and trainers to help women is they think, oh, I'll lift weights, but they don't understand progressive overload or lifting you know, heavy enough to actually build because if they're just going super light, you're not going to build muscle. You're essentially doing cardio if you're doing like 20 reps. So yeah, it's, I think a lot of women are like, say that they lift weights, but it's, they're not truly seeing progress because they don't understand concepts like progressive overload, how many reps they should be doing, you know, things like that. Maybe afraid to add on weight. I truly believe women are so much stronger than they think they are. Oh yes. Been starting. I'm just like, load up that weight. Like form is one thing, but like challenge yourself too with the weight, because I think women can definitely surprise themselves. So I don't, what, what tips do you give your clients? If say there's someone who's brand new going into the gym and they're just terrified and they're terrified to increase weight, you know, what do you say to your, your clients? 
Yeah, yeah. So it's funny because I was just talking to a client about this um, this week in our check-in. She was terrified of going up in weights. And I was like, listen, if you aren't going up in weights, you're going to stay stagnant. You are not going to see results. So, and it's part of it. It's like a mindset shift. Like you get, they get so nervous that, you know, they can't do it for whatever reason. It's like, no, babe, you can do it. And that's why me as their coach, I have to just be on them and let them know that like, you know, even though you have this fear, act on that fear and just try it and see what happens. So what I'll do with my clients when they are nervous about that, I'll send them like the videos that I, of me when I was first starting and I looked like a hot mess adding on weights. My form wasn't always perfect, but eventually I got there. Right. And that's how I started to put on muscle and not actually like start going backwards and losing weight, which is what happens when you don't, you know, you don't add any weights to it. You'll either plateau or you'll just go right back to where you started. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there's definitely that fear of, I think one lifting heavier and two thinking if I, there's that connotation of building muscle and building fat, like the words like growing and getting bigger. It's still so, you know, scary for women. So I love that you embrace the curves and embrace getting stronger, embrace your body. I love that message because it just needs to be more of that out there. So that's incredible. So tell me, because I, I love this, how you, how you help women sculpt the body of their dreams. And at the same time, how does that relate to building a fucking amazing online business? Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's funny, the women, when I first started my business, I was working with all kinds of women. It wasn't just entrepreneurs. I was working with, you know, students, um, nine to fivers. And I realized that my favorite clients were my, um, were the entrepreneurs because one, they, you, entrepreneurs, you, it takes a sort of like type of woman to be able to go and start a business and just see what happens. Like you are, you have to be a boss essentially. But what I saw was that they were so focused on building their businesses that they completely put everything else on the back burner, their health, their fitness, all of it, self-care just on the back burner. And I saw a correlation with how much success they were having with, within their business. You know, they were struggling to get the confidence to one, start their podcast or you know, launch their new uh, product. They weren't, they weren't creating content that was really sticking with their ideal client. And that's because they were not confident. They were not showing up confidently and energetically. So within my program, we spend a lot of time trying to kind of figure out their, um, their belief system. So it's like one of the pillars of my program is, um, breaking through your belief system and essentially, or breaking through your BS. So essentially <laughs> those things are, <laughs> there's, it's so powerful once you start to figure out like what exactly it is that I believe and what is holding me back and why I believe these things. And I'll use myself for an example. I used to think and say that I was shy And then when I dug deeper and kind of figured out like what that really was, it was because I was nervous about taking up space. I was, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I was always um, different and I didn't want to stand out anymore. So I'd always say I was shy. I would turn down opportunities because I just did not want to be out there. And I realized that as I started my business, like that was keeping me from succeeding. Like I couldn't, I was just not succeeding at all. Like I was not I didn't want to do podcasts like this right here. Like I would not have done this a few months ago because I was shy. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And now I've realized that I, 
I deserve to take up space. I deserve to be here. And part of that journey was from becoming fit because I started to feel way more confident. And now I can show up as a confident boss woman. And now I know what is keeping me from truly being great. And those were those belief systems that I had. And so I work through my, that's my favorite part of my work with my clients, just working through that shit. Cause once you work through that shit, everything else is so much easier. Those curves oh, come, the money comes, all of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is, this is my favorite part right here because with my clients too, it's, I, when I started out, it was strictly just like, here's your fitness program, because that's what I thought just women wanted was fitness, fitness, fitness. Like here's the workout go. And then I was realizing, I'm like, okay, why are some women falling off track? Why are some women not feeling really good? What, like what's happening? And the missing component was mindset work. Essentially what I do in my program, what you are you doing with your clients is figuring out your limiting beliefs, your BS, like you call it like, okay, I'm shy. I'm afraid of taking up space. Well, that's not true. And and I love like, you're blowing my mind right now because when I look at you, I'm like, Charlene is a powerhouse. Like she's a queen. She's a boss. (laughs) Like she rocks her body. She rocks her confidence. She rocks her business. So it's so incredible what happens when you, learn to let go of that BS. And for me growing up, I always thought I was, you know, I was like just the smart girl. I was just like, I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't outgoing enough. I, you know, all these things. And it wasn't until I was, you know, went away to university in my early twenties. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, you know, when you like feel like you're meant for more and that was just like, I hit a wall I'm like, okay, I'm going to start to actually do what I want to do. And that, you know, builds confidence. So yeah, I, I love that you, you work on that component with women and then how you were saying, you know, you build that confidence in the gym, in your body, and that translates into your business. Yeah. hundred percent. I was talking actually in a podcast yesterday about the connection between, you know, entrepreneurs, especially online coaches, like we're constantly doing, 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 giving, giving, giving. And we sometimes forget to give ourselves that time in the gym, our own self-care, even online fitness coaches, like we're coaching other women. And then we're like, oh shit, I need to take care of myself. So do you run into issues with women who are, you know, we're busy. We've got a lot of shit to do. And sometimes you're like, how do you fit that hour in the gym or how, what advice you give women to find the time to make sure that they get to the gym and you know, because we all know what, for me, if I skip the gym, I feel like shit mentally. Yeah. So I need, I schedule my time in. So what kind of things do you uh, help your clients with to stay accountable? Yeah. So first thing I always tell them that like, you know, you are your most important client. And if you aren't taking care of yourself, I mean, how can you expect to take care of others, right? How can you really show up confidently? I mean, you can't, it's hard. And you'll get to a point where your body just complete, your body and your mind just completely gives out and you just, you're plateauing within your business because you aren't prioritizing that time. So what we do with my clients, the first thing we always do is just take a look at their calendar and schedule and see what they're doing like what the, the, the tasks that they're doing and what they could potentially outsource. Because I find that with, we want to do everything. And I, I'm, that's me. I want to do everything. And I think I can do everything that I realize, And it's empowering when you realize that, okay, I can't do everything. So let me just get some help. And so I talk to my clients about outsourcing a lot. And what we'll do is we'll just look at their calendar and schedule it. in. the first thing we always schedule in is their workouts. And when, and in terms of like eating for some 
of my clients, they need more guidance in terms of like, okay, what time should I be eating? Do I have this time um, block, you know, to fit in between all of my meetings? So, and then I have other clients who just need kind of like a guidance and me just te- texting them being like, Hey, have you worked out today? Like, yeah. here's your reminder, you know? So it, what I think is the most important thing to remember is that you are your most important client. And honestly, if you, if you're not taking care of yourself, you cannot, and you shouldn't, you, I mean, you, it's like hard to actually be able to help other people if you cannot show up for yourself, you know? Absolutely. And even in, in the, the same sense, but also how do you expect your clients to take care of yourself yeah. if you're not taking care of yourself? You have yeah. to be that representation for them. And it's like law of attraction. It's like they're going to do it because they see you doing it. And yep. I love that you say outsource. Yes. I am that person too. I want to do everything. I want to fill up my day. I want to do all the things. I'm in charge. But then we hit a wall and it's like, okay, I'm not taking care of myself anymore. Not even in the sense of the gym, but just having time to just chill, like to just give yourself self-care. So yeah, outsource. And even, you know, women who are listening who maybe aren't entrepreneurs, but are students are still very busy. You know, maybe you have kids and a family, you're still juggling a million things. You know, I I don't think it's an excuse to say I don't have time. There is time. You just have to make the time. So I love that you, you know, with your clients, the first thing you do is where the workout's going to be. Okay. You know, what else do you have going on? We'll fit it around there. And and that's so, so key because it's so easy. It's so easy to say no to ourselves, right? It's like, okay, well, I'll just skip it today. And then tomorrow you skip it. And, you know, but, but yet we're like hustling on our clients, like go and do it. You'll see results you know, being that representation is so, so huge. So I, I love that so much. And I just, you know, I'm at the point in my fitness journey. I'm sure you are too, where I love it so much that I don't really make excuses. Like, unless I'm sick, I am, I'm like, it's part of my day. It makes me feel amazing. I, uh, I schedule my morning so I don't have appointments or client calls or anything that I have the time to go to the gym and not feel rushed, you know, it helps me not just feel confident in my body, but to show up better in my business. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same, same thing for me. Like, it's just, it's something that I know benefits me so much. And without my time in the gym, I can definitely see a difference in the way that I'm talking to my clients and the way that I'm showing up online. Like it's just a huge piece of who I am. And that's because it's a lifestyle. It's not really something that I have to be doing right like I have to put like it's something I want to be doing and my body needs it does that make sense absolutely yes so I want to talk a little bit about you know being an online coach being you know someone who you know like you said to run and start your own business takes some kind of a woman like holy shit right and (laughs) you know standing out online and being confident in yourself do you ever feel I guess blocks from showing who you truly are, like showing your confidence because you think other people might think, Oh, like, who is she? Or, Oh, she's got it together. Or like, do you ever feel that fear again of sharing your successes online and sharing that you, you know, do amazing things and run an awesome business? Yeah. We talk about any fears you experience. Cause I totally get that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I actually posted the other day, I did like an Instagram story about how I was having this overwhelming sense of imposter syndrome, because as things are starting to come up for me, like I'm getting some more speaking gigs, more clients, more income, and all these amazing things are starting to happen. And I'm starting to feel 
like an imposter kind of, I'm like, like, who am I to be doing this? Like, I mean, why am I so blessed to be having this right now? So, which is totally normal within, you know, the entrepreneurship journey. Like you just, you get to a point where you start to feel that way. And I think the more successful you become, the more things like that come up. Right. And I think part of that is your ego just trying to bring you down back to your comfort zone. And, and so I just remind myself of that. Like, you know, I write down like why I'm feeling that way and what I think would potentially keep me from succeeding. Um, if I continue to think these thoughts or act on these thoughts. Um, and then I think about like what I'm grateful for, like the amazing things that are happening and then the amazing things that will happen because entrepreneurship is scary. It's lonely and you feel like an imposter sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm grateful that I have this platform that I'm able to do what I'm doing. Um, and my clients also just make it so they make it easy, right? When you Mm -hmm. have those amazing clients that just, they can, they see that you can see the work, you can see the, you know, flourishing. And I, part of that I think is because you yourself are putting yourself in that space of fear. I mean, you're pushing past those fears and doing the damn thing. And so your clients feel like they can do the damn thing. You know? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I got that. And you know, this, this whole year, my business, my life and so many different things in my life have skyrocketed, like just happened so fast. And I, I get the fears too. Like, are people looking at me and thinking, Oh, she's just lucky or, Oh, it fell into her, her lap or, you know, like all these things. And it, it, I do get imposter syndrome sometimes too, because I evolve now from fitness into mindset coaching into actually business coaching. So I I'm like, are people looking at me and saying like, just who is she thinking she can do all that? And it's like, you know, it's more so a belief that we have on ourselves sometimes too, is to to trust our confidence and know that we can be an expert in many different things. And we worked hard to get to where we are. And part of this journey is really just self-development and and growing and trusting yourself. And, you know, I, I'm a person who I believe I, I continue to grow and I want to continue to grow in all aspects of my life. And if I don't celebrate my accomplishments, then, you know, what, what is it? What's the point of the journey? If you're just hustle, 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 you know, enjoy the good times. But again, I'm, I'm also very vulnerable online and say, you know, this, this shit is not easy. And I worked really, really hard. And I, yes, I've had great successes, but I've also had to sacrifice things in my life. So I think, you know, that balance of sharing your success, because one, you're allowed to share your success, but also two, like you were saying, it empowers your clients. It empowers other women who might want to start something, but they're scared. Yes. You know? So I think that's a huge part of the puzzle is to share your journey because you don't know who's watching and you, you sharing that vulnerable post or message could really change someone's life. And I think that's what we're all here for. We're here to help women change their lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that empowering other women is something that is, I know that's important to you within your business. I can see it every day. And, and for me too, it's like something that, you know, is probably the best part of what we do, right? We get to help other women see that they are powerful, that they're boss, that they're courageously confident. You know, it's just, it's the best part of what we do. And I think that is way more important than the fears that we face every day. Absolutely. And, and, you know, sometimes too, I mean, we can all get caught up in all the things, but reminding yourself 
every day of what your sole purpose is, is, you know, when I started this, not even having money in mind, not having success in mind. I just knew I wanted to do it to help people yeah. and reminding yourself of what I call like your why, what the deep right. reason that you do this every day and you show up and you work for free sometimes every day. Like yeah. There's so many things that we do that we don't make money. We just give for free all the right. time and we do it because we know in our heart that it helps people. And I think that that's so that's so empowering and it's so beautiful. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Yes, exactly. And that's even when you bring that back to fitness, like, you know, sometimes my clients that I've had clients in the past, like, like, this is so stressful. I don't know if I can do this, da, da, da. but you remind them of why they started this. And if your why is powerful enough, you will definitely continue. You will push through that shit and you will do the damn thing. So definitely having like a strong why, like what, your purpose, like your reasoning behind everything that you do, that is what's going to you know, set you apart from those who are successful and those who aren't. You know, you simply did it because your why was so powerful. Yeah. Your reasoning, you know, whether it's not, it doesn't happen right away or you have to struggle through exactly. it, that reasoning will get you and, and you take courageous action. You do the thing, yeah. you try it, even though it's scary and it's new. So it, it's true in, in business and life and fitness and everything. So, yeah. oh my gosh, it, it's so powerful. So, oh, I just, I love, I love your message. I love what you do for women. I love your, you know, your mindset when it comes to fitness and just being a boss and being confident. And <laughs> I love that you shared that, you know, confidence doesn't just happen. It takes building. Yeah. Confidence takes building too. And I think a lot of people don't, re people think, Oh, she was just born with confidence, but it, confidence is something yeah. you grow and you grow it in the gym and you grow it when you, like I just said, take courageous action. So I'm so glad that you shared, you know, you had to work through some of your own BS, like speaking things. And I see you like you're doing an event coming up, you're yeah. on podcasts more like yeah. that's true. <laughs> you know, um, representation of taking action, even though it's scary. And even though you had that belief, you know, before that you can't, or you're shy or whatever. Yeah. So I admire that so much. Thank you. Thank so you. Yeah. I really want to ask you, mm -hmm. share with us your favorite booty builder, because this is what we all want to know right now. Right. right. So what is your favorite <laughs> booty builder at the moment? Tell us why, what do we all need to start doing to grow our best booties ever? Yes. You know, it's funny. I, I get this question all the time and <laughs> it's, I have the same answer each time because I have never had and work at workout as, or exercise as powerful as the hip thrust, like that right there. That will build you the dream booty. I'm obsessed with the hip thrust. I hip thrust at least three times a week. Yes. And I do different variations of it too. So the hip thrust is literally the best exercise for that booty. Like I love I, it. And if you are doing it, you, you, you're missing out. Get on that. Get right? on that for sure. And I, I think that's actually one of the exercises that many women are afraid of. Because yeah. I see those, the, like the big plates on, on the barbell, yeah. but you don't realize how much stronger you are to actually hip thrust a decent amount of weight. Exactly. So, yeah. People feel so terrified. Of, and I, I was one of those people I was scared of like, how am I going to put all of that weight all like, there's no way, but it's funny. I'm at the point where I'm already I'm hip thrusting more than what I weigh. That's because your booty is strong. Like you have a, you have strong glutes. 
Yeah. You know, you can lift way more than you think that you can. And that goes back to that mindset. Like you just have to believe that you can do it. And I mean, obviously be safe, but you know, you can lift way more than you think that you can, you know? Absolutely. Oh, and everything. I love that yeah. so much. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. I love you. You're just, oh, you're, you're so, so fun. <laughs> so where can, where can we all find you? If people aren't following you yet, where are the best places to find you on social media and connect with you? Yeah. So, um, Instagram, I'm very active on there, um, seven days a week. So uh, you can definitely send me a DM. I'm super friendly. Um, Charlene is So C H A R L E N E I Z E R E and Facebook as well. For, feel free to add me. I am looking, always looking to connect with more female entrepreneurs, um, and just continue to empower each other. So, Send me a friend request and we will become the bestest of friends. I promise. Yes. And I, I follow and stalk Charlene on Instagram and on Facebook. So she's amazing. She has amazing, you know, informational posts and your pictures are just so fun and your vibe is everything. So I'll be sure to link all those things in the show notes so people can just easily kind of click and follow you. Um, so thank you so much for chatting with me today. I love this conversation. It, it's so fun. And for you guys listening, as always, take a screenshot, you know, when you're listening to the show and post it on your IG story and tag us. We love to know when you're listening and we can repost you and maybe even connect with you. So thank you so much, Charlene. And I will see you guys all in the next episode.